This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field, going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run, makes the play. flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left, really deep. Hey, uh, oh, my goodness, what a shot by Eric Jones. Oh, play back on field. home run to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. Oh, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. What's going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope everybody is doing all right here in episode 136. Um, you know, another, you know, in 135, we, um, it was a great, great um, show that we had. I talked to, talked with my buddies, a couple of my buddies. We had a nice conversation about the state of the sports world and, you know, everything that went on. Um, and in today's episode, Monday, June 8th, is it June 8th? Monday, June 8th. Um, in today's episode, I, uh, had a conversation with my best friend and my cousin, um, he, and we and him, Anthony and I discussed, um, talked a little bit about UFC, um, bullshitted a little bit about non-important stuff. And then we actually got into a decent conversation, um, later on in the podcast about, you know, with everything that's going on right now in the world and, and how he's a police officer, Anthony is so, you know, we, we've talked about how he is dealing with all of these riots and how he is, you know, and just got some really uh, good insight, you know, with his take on this whole thing and during these riots and these protests and, you know, everything that's going on. So we had a decent conversation for about 20 minutes about that stuff and it was very informative. You know, and I loved having him on and it was a tremendous, tremendous uh, conversation that we had. And, you know, he's welcome to the show anytime because I, you know, nothing but love and respect for what the police force does. And, you know, I know there are some bad ones out there, but, you know, all in all, I really respect the blue and I have just, just the utmost respect for them. So we had a good conversation and we're going to get to that in a bit, but really quick, you know, I don't want to talk too much Yankees because we did the other day and there's obviously not much going on being that the proposal is still kind of being negotiated, but you know, maybe I'll have some episodes out them about the Yankees um, in the future. You know, kind of throwing some ideas in my head. Maybe I'll do some, you know, like we did with the NBA draft scouting in the Knicks. Maybe I'll do some MLB draft scouting. You know, but it's it's really tiring to kind of break down a bunch of prospects. So I might not do that, but it's an idea, you know. And also, the Yankees aren't really in that same position as the Knicks. The Knicks are more trying to rebuild, whereas the Yankees are trying to win now. So, you know, it might not be the best 
But that's just an idea I'm throwing out there. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll throw in a top something, something personal, you know, favorite Yankees, you know, episode where I discuss my top 10 or 20 favorite Yankees of all time. Um, you know, we kind of did a little bit of a top five in episode 134, I believe. Um, but it was kind of just thrown out there. I kind of want to sit down and maybe I'll make a serious, a more serious list where I sit and think about it, you know, truly, um, you know, my favorite Yankees and stuff. And maybe on that, we'll do the flip thing. We'll, we'll, we'll flip it and do my top 10 most hated MLB players. You know, that's also a good idea or my top 10 least favorite Yankees. Um, so that's some ideas we can do. Um, I'm trying to think of something to, to talk Yankees because I'm tired of talking Knicks. So maybe we'll do a story time episode. I have some really decent stories of, from my personal experience with, with certain players on the, um, on the Yankees, you know, I have a decent Alex Rodriguez story. I've got an Al Leiter story and I've got, you know, stories of when I took a tour to Yankee stadium, the old Yankee stadium. So we've got, we could do something like that. Um, but, yeah, there's not much else to do right now when it comes to the Yankees. Uh, now, if you're watching the podcast as opposed to listening, and I'm sorry, by the way, um, I'm sorry if you can hear the dog in the background. Can't do anything about that. But, listen, if you're watching the podcast as opposed to listening, you probably saw the Aaron Judge photo um, in the intro slide, right, where where he was uh, from, the, from the MLB draft. And that was a couple days ago. You know, where it was the the anniversary, I guess, of when Aaron Judge was drafted by the Yankees. And uh, so that was pretty cool. I guess, you know, I think it was the Yankees who had to get rid of Nick Swisher in order to, you know, keep Judge or acquire Judge. I don't know the entire backstory, but um, yeah, so that that's something that uh, that's kind of popped up on my news feed lately. The picture of Aaron Judge when he was younger. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy. He's kind of getting up there in age. Not that he's old, but for a guy who, you know, joined as a rookie at the age of 25 or 26, that's not the youngest, you know, and he's already getting up towards 28 now and really hasn't played more than one full season. So we hope he can get, get healthy. I know he's kind of dealing with another injury right now. It's a mess kind of right now with this, you know, and people want to talk about putting the Yankee captain title on judge. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. I love Judge. He's one of my boys, one of my favorite players on this team. But I would not put the captain title on anybody yet. Um, if anybody, you know, Torres could be deserving. Um, the Mayhew will be a nice captain, although, you know, it's kind of a tricky scenario with his contract and with the age. But, you know, uh, Brett Gardner is kind of the unofficial captain right now, I would assume. But I want, eventually, I would want somebody young and somebody great. Right. Brett Gardner, no offense to him, but he's not doesn't fall in that category. And we're gonna need somebody. It would be nice. Not that we need, but it would be nice to have somebody going forward to look at as that number one leader who was both great on the field and in the clubhouse. Um and can stay on the field. So yeah, that's that's I don't know. I, I really don't have anything else, guys. We might as well just jump into the episode. Um but we were, we will, uh, let's get to this, the NYY, NYK question of the day real quick before we get into the episode. So let's get to that really quick. All right. So last time out, we asked you, uh, the question of, Carmelo Anthony's career three point percentage I told you to message me or comment on, comment and tell me the answer on any one of my pages or 
outlets or platforms over the podcast. And so I told you uh, the question was, yeah, Carmelo, what is Carmelo Anthony's current uh, career three-point percentage? And the answer to that is 34.8%. So if you got that right, congrats. There you go. So today's uh, NYYNYK question of the day um, is, you know, if you're an analytical nerd, plug your ears. Because uh, Derek Jeter played 20 professional seasons of baseball for the Yankees. Um, the only Yankee with 3,000 plus hits. But in how many of his 20 seasons did Jeter record at least 200 hits? So one last time, Derek Jeter played 20 professional seasons of baseball. In how many of those seasons did he record at least 200 hits? Message me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or just comment on any one of my platforms that uh, you know that the podcast is shared on and let me know the answer. So guys, thank you so much for stopping by. And let's get into the episode with Anthony, where we kind of just discussed UFC, um, just life and, and what's going on in fucking society right now with everything that's these fucking riots and, and these, um, you know, and, and the hate that some police are getting because of this. So we, we discussed a, a good amount and I think it was a very informative conversation for me, um, you know, learning about what he does and so let's, let's head to break really quick, and as soon as we get back from break, we will get into the episode. All right, guys, thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Ciao. Hey, fellas. Really quick, before we continue with the show, I just want to remind you, if you haven't yet subscribed to BD4, be sure to do so right now. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Let me know when you're ready. You ready? (sighs) All right. Hit me, daddy. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on, Ant. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. (laughs) I'm not going to try not to laugh like we did last time. Took us about 10 takes, but let's get through this one. Um, So, yeah. How have you been doing? What you been up to, man? Doing all these, uh, I don't know, doing all all this virus shit. Uh... Really just working and sleeping because I'm on midnight shift and work out here and there. But Virginia is in phase two now, so we can now go inside restaurants and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're slowly getting back to things, I think, over here, kind of slowly but surely. Um, um, you been playing Call of Duty lately? Yeah, I'm, I'm a professional Call of Duty player, if you guys didn't know. Gosh. I um I wanted to get the the Warzone one. I think it's for free. If you have the online, what? 
They split it so you can just buy Warzone alone? Yeah. Really? It's, it's for free you if you have... I want to get it. I don't have the thing. I have to buy the, the you know, the subscription. But I want to get it. Are you, uh, are you going to get Madden? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it, but I'm... Whew. We got to find a game that we can get on again. Good. I saw 2K. We can uh, get the old. We can rally the old crew. I, dude, Dan, I tried texting Dan. He never answers me anymore. Yeah, he randomly messages me on PlayStation. Really? Yeah, and he has Call of Duty, and he tried to invite me one time, but I didn't join. I, I gotta get him on the show. Oh, if you get him on the show, it's over. Him and or Littleford too. Yeah. Oh, uh, you get Littleford on your show, you're gonna have a lot of controversy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he loves those. He lo- I see him on Facebook. He loves that conspiracy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's going um, to be a good time. I think I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, you saw the UFC the other night, right? 250? No, I, I unfortunately didn't get to watch 250. I had 249, though, but I saw some highlights. I saw Garbrandt's knockout. Dude, I, um, you know, I catch it from time to time. I'm not, like, a big fan like you, but I saw it. You know, Chuck... Chuck told me to, to check it out. So yeah. um, there were some really fucking good fights, and like you know the prelims and the main the main card was pretty decent too. I mean there was some the the last fight. Um, what's that chick Amanda Nunes? Yeah, she, she she's does. she's like the best ever. She I think. she is definitely past Ronda Rousey in women's fighting statistics, and she made it, her leave. I don't see anybody beating Nunes. No. She's a monster. And the other chick was good. She was tough. She yeah. hung in there. Like, I was watching it. She hung in there, but she just had nothing on her. I'm um, curious if the fights are really good because there's nobody in the crowd. So I wonder if that, like, takes some of the nerves off of the fighters. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure that has a lot of impact because yeah. some people use that to their advantage and kind of try to, uh, you know, gain momentum and pump themselves up. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think that's... They said they. I, don't know, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and he said they they made the octagon a little bigger since that, there was nobody there. That's what I was. That's what I heard. Um, but yeah, it, it was good. Um, actually, I want to check. I want to. There's a UFC video game. I used to have the older one. I might want to get that for PS4. Three um, is the last one I got. Yeah, that yeah. might be the one I have. Um, you, know, you know what I was thinking they should make. And I've been protesting this forever. Skate four. They should make a skate four. They're bringing. They're bringing back a Tony Hawk. Yeah, I, I'll probably get that. But if you ever, I don't know if you've ever played the actual skate games. It's like very realistic. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I, I might have played it with you once somewhere, but it's it's very realistic. Like I was a big Tony Hawk pro skater fan. I remember. You remember us at Mima's. Oh, uh, yeah, we used to play the two, the second one. Yeah, it was oh, on shit. the first PlayStation. PlayStation now. 1. Yeah. Now they're about to come out with a 5. Are you getting the 5? Dude, I don't know. I, 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 if you do, I will. Like, i got to sell my 4. If I'm going to get it, I'm going to have to sell. You know, yeah, I'll find, i I got to see how much it's going to cost because... I'm sure I, it's going to... If it's $1,000, I might have to wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to wait off the bat and... um. When I do get it, I'll probably have to sell my PS4 just so I you know, don't lose too much money. Yeah. Um, yeah, so eventually I'm thinking it's going to be a bunch of money out of the gate. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about 
you know, everything that's kind of, since you're, you're a police officer, and for those of you who are listening or watching the show here on BD4, um, you know, this might be a little off topic. Usually we have a sports so, a sports show to try and escape reality, but I know you're a police officer, man, and, you know, um, you know with what's going on right now in the world, they're, they're kind of taking a lot of backlash, and, you know, I just want to hear your thoughts on this whole thing real briefly. We don't have to go too in-depth into this whole, you know, current event, but... I just want to hear your thoughts on what's going on right now, specifically with all these uh, protests and riots. So, I think the state the world is in now is not good at all. I think um, on both sides, okay, we can talk about Minnesota. I've never met a cop that agrees with what that officer did. So, I mean, we I don't agree with it. It was wrong. You know, and then on the flip side, we we unfortunately have to suffer through that person's actions. You know, I, I don't work with anybody like that. You know, I don't. So for as far as like the just cold blooded murders that cops are suffering from from these protests, it's, it's just doesn't sit right with me. I'm all for a protest. I want you to protest. If you believe in something, you want to stand up for something, go ahead and protest. Don't start destroying stuff. Don't start hurting innocent people's businesses who have nothing to do with this. And, you know, we're human too. We have families to go home too. So don't, you know, I feel like it's a tit for tat thing that some people have this mentality of when really it should be about a better understanding. Obviously, racism is a problem in this world. It, I mean, it always has been. And then on the flip side, people just generally don't like police officers, you know? So, yeah, and I think you, uh, so I don't want to cut you off. Um, I think you make a good point, though. You know, that the cops are people, too. You know, they're not some, some, some robots out there. They're people who have a life, who have a family. You know, they're just like just like me, just like anybody else out there. They are people. And um, you know, I think we kind of need to shy away from this whole two parties thing. It's frustrating because sometimes it's like you're on this side and then you're on this side. And, and people are more trying to prove each other wrong or right yeah. as opposed to trying a to find a you know a common ground. And I think we kind of need to get back to that, kind of finding an agreement. I agree. It has to be a common ground. And that's, you know, that is one of the things I do like about this protest is it's a way to express how you're feeling and then you can learn from that and get a better understanding. It's when the violence starts to happen is when you're just ruining it. Like the looting, like it doesn't do anything. And people can sit here and say, well, people are upset. I, I understand you should be. I'm upset. I mean, look how that makes us look. You know, everybody, tensions are high right now, you know. And I don't condone the officer's actions. It's just not right. But, like, that's not me, you know? That's not my partners. That's not my coworkers. So, and we always display that when we come in contact with citizens. Like, so I'm very fortunate that in the area I work, I mean, the police department is solid. And we don't, we don't really have mess-ups like that, you know? Yeah, it, yeah, it's just unfair that one, you know, bad person here and there, or, you know, I know this is the thing that happens, but there are, you know, when you when you look at the ratio here, there are a ton of, of good, 
hearted cops out there, good hearted police, and the majority of you guys are just like that. And um, it's just, it's um, you know, it's 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 unfortunate that you guys have to uh, kind of have to deal with this backlash on a daily basis. It feels like, especially today. But um, I did want to ask you, you know. Are you? This is kind of going to be unrelated to this. I just have a couple of series, a series of questions I really want to ask you that I didn't really get to ask you last time on the show. But so, do you guys have, you know, especially now, do you guys are you required to wear these body cameras? Is it a requirement? Do you like it? Are you against it? Or no, I like it. It's good um, because it just keeps everything honest, and then of course you can just. You know, when it comes time for court, if somebody says, well, you didn't do this, well, look at my camera. Yes, I did. Just the easy way to just, you know, prove beyond reasonable doubt and stuff. It's good. And cameras can also get you in trouble. So you just have to act professional, you know, because that's, you know, it's very affordable. You know, uh, the Supreme Court judge can very well watch your body cam footage one day. So, but I like it. Yeah, no, I, I figured it was it was uh, it's something that could really uh, you know, do no harm um, if you do the right thing. Obviously, um, now behind the scenes, you know, you always see on TV, you know, cops and and on all these shows that behind the scenes it seems sometimes like it's a busy but laid back kind of atmosphere. You know, I want to know what I don't know if it's like it is on TV, but what in real life, what is it like as a cop when you're you know when you're in the uh, know, department or whatever and you're just you're not exactly on call. Uh, when I'm not on a call, um, I mean, you have a lot of freedom. I'll say that. I mean, you, you have a lot of freedom to just ride around, walk through neighborhoods, uh, go in the stores, do security checks when you're not on the call, do traffic stops. Like, that. that is one of the best things is you're, you just have freedom to just roam, you know, go around and be, uh, be in the sight of the public. So, yeah, Speaking nice. Um, speaking of the general public, would you say the perception overall for you personally, is it a positive, um, you know, do you see it more as a, you know, people look at you in a positive manner? I'm talking about you personally, not all cops, but like, you you, yeah, I like you more see it good positive? experiences than bad experiences. I treat people the way I want to be treated for sure. So, you know, even if I have to make an arrest, I'm, you know, I just try to be respectful and it's really, if you just treat people with respect, they'll respect you. You can go in the most, you know, poverty-stricken neighborhood where you know they don't like the police, and you show them respect. You show a, a person respect, they're going to show you respect. I mean, that's just, and that's what I think more people need to learn, is to treat people like a human being and with respect, and don't ever look down on somebody, you know? Because I, you know, I, I think I can definitely understand and agree that I'm in a position of power and authority, but you know, I, I still have to act like a human. So that's what I think police officers can learn from is really not looking down on anybody. Like just being an example really. You know, we have laws to uphold obviously, but I'm not I don't ever judge anybody, you know, it's just it is what it is. It's my job, you know. Yeah, and um I, I do wanna ask you when you're off duty and when you're not on the job, do you feel like inside? Do you feel as if you're always on the watch? Is that some kind of natural instinct? Like when you're yeah. going to restaurants, do you sit where you can see everybody and, and yeah. you know, by the door? What's that like? Uh, I think more more so I people watch. 
I like I, I just can't turn it off. So like when I'm driving, I'm always looking at cars. When I'm in public, I'm always looking at people. I'm always just evaluating people. It's just I, I can't turn it off. Like, right. You know, so definitely, and I I try to look like a normal person off duty. I don't want to, you know, walk around looking like a thin blue line sticker. I just blend in, you know. Yeah. So it's I'm. Trying to figure out, is there ever or in the future, would you ever want to work in like a different capacity, like as an interrogation officer or undercover? Or do you do that occasionally? Or how does that work? Is there Are there like levels to, to yeah, work up to? Uh, I mean, I would, I definitely want to move up one day and maybe be a detective or work on a different unit where it's geared specifically towards just crime prevention. Maybe one day be a supervisor. I don't, you know, I I definitely want to. I don't like complacency, so I definitely want to try something new. You know, that's just you gotta keep it. You gotta keep it fun. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard a rumor. Oh, I don't know if it's. I don't know if you can attest to this, but the undercover cops. When I've always tried to figure this out, I was. I've always been curious. When when undercover cops are asked if they are a cop, do they have to say yes? Do you know about this? Um, it's kind of like some rumor that you yeah. have to say us if you uh, like. Oh, no, I've never heard that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would kind of defeat the purpose, honestly. Yeah. Because there's some, I mean, when, when cops go undercover, I mean, they're usually dealing with, like, some high-level criminality. So, I don't, yeah. No truth to that? Yeah. Um. Have you ever forgotten your Miranda rights? <laughs> I plead the fifth. No, I'm going to get you to answer that. Fifth. All right. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Uh, okay, so when you're pulling someone over, at what point exactly do you have to go to the taser? You know, if they're not complying, at what point is there a certain point where you have to go to the taser if you're, like, pulling somebody over? And you better not pull that taser out unless they have a weapon. If they draw, then you have to, okay. If they have, like, a weapon, if, like, it's a, it's not, it's more so if somebody's, like, trying to attack you with a weapon or they're, like, putting the public in danger with, you know, if they don't have anything in their hands, you better not pull that taser out. You better, you better learn some kind of jujitsu or something. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, you know, I don't know if you're allowed to answer this, but. Um, do you have a certain um, experiment experience where you had to kind of make a split second decision? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't talk about it. Come on. We haven't. We haven't gone to court for it yet. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, some fun ones here. Uh, if you caught Gary speeding, <laughs> what would you do? If I caught <laughs> Gary <dad>. speeding. <laughs> I would probably I would probably write him a fake ticket to see his reaction. <laughs> How about Rick? Rick? Oh man. Uh, I would I would prank Rick. I think Rick would go yes. in the back of my car. And I think I would I would I would oh get him. Oh my god. I would get him oh for all the god. for all the years he would uh <clears throat> punch me in my arm on vacation, for sure. <laughs> oh, what about my dad? <laughs> Your dad? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Ooh, these are hard questions. 
Hmm. I call your dad speeding. I'll probably just tell him to slow down, honestly. Your, dad, your dad's the OG. Uh, all right. So these next uh, three questions, you're only allowed to answer using one word. Um, so first, I want to ask you to describe your job using one word. Amazing. I like that. Your biggest strength using one word. Faith. I like that. And then lastly, your biggest uh, area of improvement, using one word. Tougher one. S slow. Slow? What do you mean by that? So like slowing down. So like not having okay. tunnel vision, just slowing down, just assessing everything. Yeah, All just right. slow. Yeah. All right. So last I, question. You know, uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So, I mean, you know, being on the job, you deal with a lot of, like, adrenaline. So, like, you just yeah. got to learn how to stay calm and pray through it and slow down. Anthony. No, I don't eat donuts, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? Do all cops eat donuts? No. Cops. I'm sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what all cops do. They all drink oh, energy shit. drinks. Every single one of them. No shit. Yes. Energy drinks. Is there, hey, like, a monster. reason for that? Uh, just to stay the shift work it's tiring okay. so they just coffee energy drinks you know all right man hey man i, I really appreciate you coming on the show you yeah. know i love you man you're, you're my dude love you too man anytime you're my guy and i you know i respect everything you do and you know i really just i just i pray for you man that you keep doing your thing and you stay safe out there and i know it's difficult and um challenging but you know there are some really good things about what you guys do um, overall and i really just appreciate everything you and the entire you know police force everywhere around america and that was good yeah. yes, sir. so it. thank you for coming on man i appreciate it yeah man hey before you jump off i got a question what's up i i, I need you to tell your your fans the the story of nat and the baseball he got hit in the hand with the baseball. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell that story. Matt Carbone. What do I what do I start? Oh man, you mean that it stings? Yeah, that <laughs> save that for another day. And thanks for coming on. I'll see you later, man. Thank All you. Right.